We interrupt your regularly scheduled podcast to bring you Listen, Watch, Discuss. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, it's Brent again, back with another episode of Listen, Watch, Discuss, the podcast where I talk about TV shows, movies, music, and take a look at what's new in the entertainment industry. So, uh, I will be reviewing uh, a Christmas movie tonight. Uh, it's a new one that just came out a few weeks ago. Uh, I bought it uh, today and watched it today. Um, it's called Fat Man. It stars Mel Gibson, Walton Goggins, and Marianne Jean-Baptiste. And uh, basically, it, uh, Mel Gibson plays uh, Santa Claus. And he uh, gives this um, kid, uh, Billy who's this rich, spoiled, you know, snobby kind of kid. Uh, he has been bad that this year, so he gives him a lump of coal on Christmas. When he wakes up, you know, he sees it, and he's like, what the heck, you know? <laughs> and uh, so he hires, because he's so high up and so powerful, like he's so rich, he has an assassin on speed dial, and so he calls, him, he calls uh, this assassin Jonathan Miller, played by Walton, Gog- uh, Walton Goggins, who, uh, and tells him to go and kill Santa Claus because, you know, he was wrongfully accused of being bad. You know, <laughs> he's like, no, I, I deserve, you know, a present, you know, I, why, why did I get coal? You know, this is, this isn't fair. And, uh, and basically that's what the movie's about. And also, uh, meanwhile, while this is going on, while the assassin's trying to track down Santa, um, we, uh, Santa, we find out that, um, he isn't getting as much uh, money this year. He isn't getting much money from the government because um, more and more uh, kids are, you know, behaving bad um, than usual. You know, like like it seems like each year um, more and more kids are more naughty than nice. So he's only giving presents to the nice ones and he's not getting as much money from the government, you know, as he as he would like. Um, so like 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 half the kids were bad this year. And the other half were good, so he only got half of the money that he would usually get. Uh, so to uh, fix this, he decides to uh, enlist the help of the U.S. military. They're like, "Okay, well, you and and your elves, um, you know, help us, like, you know, build uh, some. It was some planes." Oh yeah, they they were uh, producing components for new jet fighters for the military. They're like, "Okay, you you uh, produce components." for these jet, for our jets for two months, we'll pay you, you know, we'll, we'll pay you the other half of the money. We'll pay you the other half of your check, you know, because you know, you need it. And at first, uh, you know, Santa's reluctant to do this because he's like, well, you know, I mean, I, you know, I've, I've made it this far, you know, just, you know, with my, with me and my crew, I kind of don't want to have to bring in the military just to, to, you know, just to get some more money. But, you know, he, he reluctantly, he reluctantly goes with it because, you know, I mean, they need to pay, like, like Ruth points out, you know, they need to pay the power bill. They need to feed their workers and the reindeer. So, so yeah, he reluctantly goes along with it. And, um, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much the movie. And, uh, and I really liked it. I thought it was really good. The trailer, uh, did a pretty good job of capturing the tone and, uh, the tone and essence of the movie, I feel like, uh, cause the trailer came out in like October 
and I remember watching it, and I just, when I realized that it was a Christmas movie, I was like, this is going to be good. And it took me a second. I kind of pieced it together before they revealed that it was, um, before they revealed that it was uh, a Christmas movie, because when I read the title, like I saw the thumbnail, and I saw Mel Gibson with a gray beard, and the title was just, you know, Fat Man, and I'm like, okay, well, is this a Christmas movie? And then as it went on, it it the reveal when it like was slowly revealing that it was um, about Santa and it was Christmas, a Christmas movie. I'm like, okay, cool. And, and, um, and I love this movie because uh, I love when Christmas movies or Christmas specials or episodes of TV shows that, you know, are around or on Christmas. I love when they do something different than your usual Christmas story, because like, you know, I mean, as much as everyone loves, uh, um, what's the one? Uh, it's a, as, as, as much as people love, it's a wonderful life and, um, and a Christmas Carol, you know, I, I mean, those, those, those have been, I mean, every show, I, I'm pretty sure every show has done at least one of those two, um, specials, one of those two Christmas movies or Christmas specials as an episode in their show, whether it was a Christmas, whether it was an episode on Christmas or not. And I'll give you an example. In that '70s show, um, they did a "It's a Wishful Life" parody, um, where Eric was um, thinking, you know, or a guardian angel came to Eric and showed him what his life would be like had um, had uh, him and Donna stayed uh, stayed broken up, and um, and that was and it wasn't even on Christmas, but it was a parody of a Christmas movie, you know, and. Um, but yeah, just, I mean, th- there's probably way more that I can't think of right now, but those two in particular come to my mind because those are the two that are like parodied the most in, in TV shows and, and movies. Um, but, but I love when, but getting back to the topic, I love when, um, Christmas movies and specials and episodes do something different with their Christmas plot. And that's why I liked this movie because one, it, um, the tone it it has it has an interesting tone it's it's kind of an action comedy but it's a little su- it's a little subtle with the comedy and kind of with the action too like really the action picks up in the last half hour the movie's like an hour and 40 minutes and the action really picks up in the last half hour and and really in the climax um and to some people that can be a good thing and to some others that can be a bad thing because if you watch the trailer, it kind of gives off the impression that it's, you know, that it's, um, it's a little more action packed than it actually is. But to me, I kind of appreciate a good buildup. Like in a movie, I appreciate a good buildup to the climax and to the action in an action movie. You know, I mean, I do like seeing off the wall, crazy action, um, which the movie does deliver, like I said, in the last 30 minutes. But, um, but I do appreciate when a movie takes its time to establish the characters and, you know, establish what's going on in the world. I mean, in the world that they've created, you know, and, um, and this is, and that's what this movie does. It, it does a good job and it takes its time. I just, I like that. Um, but yeah, it. so if you go in expecting just a full on off the wall action, you know, like violent action movie, uh, you'll probably be a little disappointed. But if you're going in expecting... I mean, if you go in expecting action, you won't be disappointed. But if you go in expecting only action, you'll you'll be 
slightly, if slightly disappointed, maybe even more than slightly disappointed. But uh, if you are going into the movie expecting not your average Christmas movie, then this, then you'll probably really enjoy this movie because I, I really enjoyed it too. Um, and I, and yeah, like I said, I love how one, I love, uh, and I know, you know, uh, setting aside, you know, everything that's happened with Mel Gibson, you know, all the <laughs> bigotry and racism and, and all that from, from his past, he can be, a, he can be a really good actor. And, um, and what I think is the, um, sorry for the abrupt cut right here. I had to, uh, check on my dog. Uh, he was barking at something. I don't know what he was barking at. <laughs> he stopped now, but anyway, uh, going back to what I was talking about. Yeah. So despite, you know, the domestic abuse charges against him, you know, the crazy shit that went down with him, this went down with him in the past, um, you know, and, and it, some of his anti-Semitic and bigoted comments, uh, he's, he's starting to get a little better. You know, I mean, like, obviously, you know, you can't, you kind of, when you, you know, like it's sometimes in movies and shows, if an actor or even, or even sports, um, but if, if an actor or a celebrity does something that tarnishes, that might tarnish their career a little bit or does something that is kind of controversial, it's kind of hard to like when you see them again, either in the next episode of a show you watch or the next movie they're in or, or next appearance on an award show or whatever. It's kind of, I can get it. It's kind of hard to separate the art from the artist, you know? And, uh, you know, I mean, and that's like, um, I don't know. It's just, I mean, cause there's too many examples to name, but you know, so it can be difficult to, you know, separate what the artist has done from, you know, from the movie or show they're in. Cause, cause, you know, sometimes when people see them, that that's all they think about, you know? Uh, but, but, you know, I, and I'm not excusing what, what Mel Gibson has done or said in the past, but he is getting better. And I do. And on some, uh, level, I respect him for that. And, um, and, and, and other, uh, and, you know, he's directed a few movies since, you know, in, in the last few years and Robert Rodriguez and a few other directors have cast him in some of their movies. And so, so he's starting to gain a little bit of the respect back from Hollywood and, and the, you know, uh, general viewing public, you know, the general audience who watches his movies and everything. Uh, so, so that's good. But, uh, but yeah, he's, he is great though, as uh, Santa in this movie, uh, or as, uh, most people call him Chris, Chris Kringle, <laughs> uh, or sometimes actually uh, most of them just call him Chris, but you know, that's the other name he goes by. Um, yeah, he's really good at playing like this kind of worn down, beaten down Santa. I mean, not beaten down, like literally, well, all the, no, actually he is kind of, okay. Cause like you see, uh, in one scene he has a shirt off and you see all these gun gunshot wounds and, uh, and like bruises and scars and you wonder, you know, what happened. And you also, you're also kind of sit there and you think, okay, this Santa, he's been in the game for so long, you know, like he's been doing this his whole life. And, and at one point, one of the, and I'd like to say at one point, one of the elves, um, says that, uh, they've, he, he makes a remark about like the hardest year for them in terms of like, you know, uh, working on and on building toys 
you know, getting ready for, for the, for that year's Christmas was two, was 1910. And, and I was like, man, so they, they're at least 110 years old, like all the elves, or at least, you know, that elf in particular and, and, uh, Santa and Mrs. Claus, they're all at least 110, you know, and probably most of the elves are too. Um, and, uh, I mean, that's nothing new, obviously, you know, Santa has been immortal in, uh, a, a bunch of different reincarnations of his character, you know, in several different movies and Christmas movies and Christmas specials. But, you know, it's just, it's kind of interesting when you put that with, I mean, you know, it's just, it's interesting when you put that, um, with, you know, what happened. Okay. What I'm trying to figure out what to say. It's interesting when you like take that aspect of it with, uh, and then put it against a sort of, less than optimistic Santa, because most of the time when you see Santa in movies or in, in, in anything Christmas related, he's always happy and nice. And this Santa isn't not happy and nice, but he's just, he's a little more, he, he's a little more pessimistic because of the fact that, you know, the world has changed and, um, and, you know, like, and, you know, everything's, it's not, everything's not as innocent as, as it used to be, like back in his prime and back in the even before his prime back when he first started, you know, whenever it was that he started being Santa, you know? Um, so, you know, he's, he's a little browbeaten, you know, and, and also physically, like he's just also kind of physically beaten. He's just tired, you know, and, but he's, there's still some optimism. There's still a few shreds of optimism, you know, within him. And you can see that throughout the movie, especially whenever him and, uh, and Mrs. Claus or Ruth, um, are in a scene together. And, uh, and, uh, they're, they're pretty, they have pretty good chemistry. Um, and, and by the way, Ruth is, uh, uh, Marianne, uh, Jean Baptiste's character. Um, and what else? Oh yeah. And also, um, so yeah, they're both great actors and Walton Goggins, I should point out is another great, uh, he's another great actor in the movie. Uh, he plays the, the hitman Jonathan Miller and um just his psychotic tendencies and his behavior are just so interesting and entertaining to watch uh because you never really quite know what he's going to do or say and um and I don't know he was just he was and 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 Walton Goggins is usually great in whatever he does um and this was no exception and uh but it was just, and he's also, and by the way, he's also got a pretty interesting backstory. They don't delve into it too, uh, too much, but you, you get, you know, pieces of it. I mean, you kind of get a full picture, but you don't, they don't spoon feed it to you and they don't really tell you everything that happened, but you get little tiny glimpses, well, not glimpses, but you get little tiny snippets of like his life through him. Like, you know, he kind of, you know, we kind of hear some, uh, exposition, you know, about his life. Um, and, uh, that's pretty cool. And, uh, and also the, uh, yeah, the, the, everyone in the military, military actors are really good. They're not in the movie for too long, but, uh, kept, uh, the guy who plays Captain Jacobs, the commander of the U S army, Robert Boxstall, I believe I'm pronouncing, pronouncing his name right. Uh, he was pretty good. Uh, like I said, he he doesn't have that much screen time, but I mean, he does give off a good authoritative, you know, presence as you would want from someone who's playing a general or a commander of the, of, you know, anyone in the army. <laughs> um, 
And uh, let's see. Oh, and Eric Wolf plays um, number seven. He is an elf. He's uh, Santa's foreman in the workshop. Uh, and also, that's another aspect of the movie I love, too, um, about the the lore of Santa. Uh, the fact that all his elves are named after numbers. <laughs> and the, his reason for this is because it's more efficient and you then it's more efficient than having everyone have names because some some people or some elves might have the same names. So to avoid this, he's just like, well, let's just have all of them be a different number because, you know, there's not there's never an exact same number, you know, like even negative numbers, which I mean, that will I mean, but like even negative numbers, it's the the negative of the you know what I'm saying? Like, like negative seven is not the same as seven, you know, 77 isn't the same as seven. So like you could never confuse anyone, or at least that's, I guess that was his logic. It's like, I can never confuse anyone with anyone else. And it's just more efficient to keep everyone, you know, and, and, um, everyone in order and, and accounted for, you know, present and accounted for. Uh, but yeah, he does a pretty good job (laughs) as, uh, as number seven. He has this funny little bit of exchange, this exchange between, uh, with Captain Jacobs, where they're like um, taking a break from building the uh, jet fighters, um, and yeah, where uh, they're taking a break from building the jet fighters, and uh, he says, <clears throat> "Excuse me," and he says, uh, <laughs> "They're all eating like you know actual meat and vegetables and other food, and uh, all the elves are just eating like baked sweets." baked sugary sweets and candy cane like candy canes pie and they're just pouring a shit ton of sugar on everything and um and they're like and the captain jacobs is like don't you think you guys should have some better i mean you know don't you guys think you should get like some of the other food groups in your diet and seven's like no i mean this is why elves live longer than humans we we, you know we this gives this this sugar this these sugary sweets and everything give us all the energy we need and then Jacobs is like yeah but you're like discolored and everything I mean you know you could you'd probably grow a little bit if you if you ate some vegetables and meat um, but it's it's that that was like just the gist of it but I mean it's it's a pretty funny scene um, and let's see oh and also a shout out to uh, Chance Hurstfield he's the kid who plays Billy. Uh, I really liked him a lot. He was a really, he was, an, yet you know how, uh, he was really great as the, as a sociopathic, psychopathic, spoiled, rich, entitled, snobby kid, you know? Um, and um, it was just fun to watch him on screen, <laughs> especially with how serious he was taking the whole, you know, going to kill Santa Claus um, uh, aspect of everything. Like I mean, like like how determined he was to to get what he thought he was entitled to, which was an actual gift instead of coal, um, it was just it was it was crazy, and 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 there was another good exchange between him and the assassin where he was saying he wanted his where Billy told Jonathan he's like I want the fat man's head and he's like Sir heads heads rot they mold and he's like then I want his beard and then Jonathan's like I'm not shaving off a dead man's beard, <laughs> um, but there, there's some there's some other good funny like one-liners and other bits of dialogue exchange going going throughout the movie uh but those those two in particular were pretty funny and they were in the trailer too but i mean they're they're kind of a little bit expanded on in the movie 
Uh, but yeah, so, so Chance Hurstfield, I've never seen him in anything else before, but I could only imagine that this would be like the start of a good prosperous career for him because like I said, just how, like how seriously he takes the, the immoral rich kid, like character, like just how, like, cause like he, he is like, we do see him being nice, but at the same time, we also see him being so psychologically screwed up. And, and also like, so deadpan serious, like he, he switches between the, the three, like, or he switches between all of those like characteristics and personality traits pretty well. But I, I would, I wouldn't be surprised if he turned out to be like the kids in Stranger Things or the kids from the It movies where like, like I said, he has like a lone, you know, good future career ahead of him in terms of like being cast as a kid in a movie, you know, as being cast as any kid in any movie coming up. Um, but he was great too. Uh, I guess that's all I have to say about the movie. Um, so yeah, like it's, it's a, it's just a little over an hour and 40 minutes or it's around an hour and 40 minutes. Um, and if you're looking for a good Christmas movie to watch this year that you haven't seen before, I highly recommend this movie. I'd give it a solid eight, eight reindeer out of 10 or eight, eight lumps of coal out of 10. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Eight, eight. We'll, uh, we'll go with eight reindeer out of 10. Yeah. Um, it's a really good, really different Christmas movie, uh, different than you're used to. And, and I love when Christmas movies are like that. Um, and like I said, if you're looking for, um, just all, all just nonstop action, you'll be a little disappointed, but if you're looking for action and something you haven't seen out of a Christmas movie before, or at least not in this particular way, you'll, you'll enjoy it. Definitely. Um, so yeah, eight out of eight reindeer out of 10 would recommend. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I guess, I guess that's it. So join me tomorrow when I will be doing another, uh, well, I will be doing an episode on, uh, music, uh, tune in tomorrow to see what artist and, or, and album that will be. So good night and I'll see you guys tomorrow.